Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hi, who that? You're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. Happy Monday, February 27th to you. Man, what a weekend it was, especially down at FedEx Forum. Grizzlies pick up what I thought was a statement win over the Denver Nuggets. Maybe their best win of the season. That's something we can get in today. 112.94. The Nuggets, for them, it was a season low in points. Of course, that's a Nuggets team that is still running away with the Western Conference. And the Grizz handled them. That was certainly good to see. And then a day later, how about those Tigers? Now, it got a little hairy late. But ain't nobody worried about that on this day when you're able to come out of there with a 76-73 win. You're able to wave goodbye to Cincy uh, as they eventually head on out of the AAC off to greener pastures with a regular season sweep. Bye-bye, Landers Nolly. He's very frustrated that game. Yeah. Penny moves to 4-0 versus the pushouts. The Godfather lives. That's right. So between all of that... All this Bears draft news got me giddy. Uh, quite a weekend, John Martin, and it's good to see you. You were down there for the game. Oh man, it was it was a fantastic was it electric? environment. It was a fantastic atmosphere. Loved it. Loved it. Like old times? Not quite. I mean, you look up. I mean, look. It's it's a real problem. The, the distribution of of seats at the forum. Well, that's why we gotta get that thing renovated, right? Like you look up, and the terrace level is is empty practically. I mean, there it was. It was you know. 30%, 20% maybe in the terrace level. Lower level, plaza, pinnacle, whatever, that was pretty full. I don't remember what the distribution is. Do you remember off the top of your head how many terrace level seats there are? No. It's weird. It's like 8, 10, something like that. I don't, I don't know exactly what the distribution is. But beyond that, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was a loud crowd. It was a fun time. You know, I, I thought it was great. And, of course, Memphis gets the win. So a lot of people are asking, unfortunately – Sweet Riley could not be in attendance. The first thing I asked you today, how did Riley enjoy the appearance? Yeah, she could not be in attendance. She wasn't there. Why not? She is, uh, she is dealing with a little bit of an ailment. She's been sick for a few days. You know, I think this weather, right? I mean, it's crazy. It's cold. It's hot. It's cold. It's hot. You know, once the kids go to school, when she's going to a, you know, a, a, a you know, pseudo school Mother's Day out thing, mm-hmm. I mean, she's just picking up all kinds of pathogens. One yeah. Of my favorite and, words. and look, I, I got to tell Sam, this is part of it. You know, yeah. this is how you build up an immune system, and it's hard for it because my kid whines like no other when she is sick, bro. Well, you see, Giannato, you got two now. He stays sick. Oh, couldn't even imagine. So uh, you, you'll be right there yeah, when no, you I, all add another one. It's coming soon. Yeah. Uh, stay tuned, folks. Yeah, stay tuned. Big, 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 th- big things to announce. There's no question about that. But, yeah, like she, she unfortunately could not make the trip. Uh, so, I had, so Dad had to hold it down. They did have the Simba cam again. I would have liked, but she's heavy now. I don't think I could have done that. I think you know she's that's like a, that's a big baby. It's, she's no longer like a cub. She's like a a, a full blown that's lion. A big, that's all. That's a big baby, right? Like, people would be like, she's a little too old, mm-hmm. you know, and she's a little too heavy right now to be holding up. So I don't even know if it would have happened. Anyway, Those days are behind you. Uh, we got the win, even in Riley's absence. Do have some good news. We are on the hunt and potentially about to procure. Uh, tickets to Sunday versus number one ranked Houston. Oh, you'll just uh, look at John just become 
Mr. Let's Get Great Seats for the yeah. Big Tigers yeah. game here down the stretch of the yes. season. Well, you know, this Good is, to meet you. This is how you know you're getting old, right? You really invested here. I'm, maybe I made this point on the show last week, but I, I'm just going to say it again. Like, I'm now at the age where I care where my money goes. You know, well, like yeah, you told us that last week. Yeah, That's like right. so now it's like I want to go. I want to go buy like if I'm going to buy some Memphis gear, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it at the 901 fund because I know that at least that money is going to back to the kids that are that are putting on the Memphis uniform. Right to Lomax. Right to Lomax. Right to all you know the the women, the men. You know, I mean, every everybody deserves so, it. Trying to trying to steal a little bit of, of thunder. Yeah. Uh, so, so how about those women? They are awesome. And I hope We're you guys are. To get to that. I, I hope you guys are enjoying it. I really do. They got one more before in the regular season before they're done. I think yeah. it's at Elma Run this week. Yeah, that so, place should be sizzling. Not on one fun actually has some pretty cool stuff too. Like like they, their gear is like legit. They have a nice like nine on one like Memphis hat. Like I mean, it's like some good stuff, and it's going back to the kids. So I'm at the end of the day, I'm a I'm a proud alum of Memphis. Even if I'm ever critical of them, yeah. Well, don't just yeah. Don't just send it to the men's basketball team. Send it to the women's and the baseball as well. Exactly right. Exactly right. So both doing big things. Uh, anyway, big show planned today. Respect Burgers at one o'clock. Yes. Jason Fitz at one twenty-five. Sounds good. Get into XFL. Uh, that happened over the weekend. Get into XFL. Well, he, oh, that's he, interesting. He, he, I didn't expect to hear that one today, Brad. Uh, we can at least ask one question about because wow. he does it right. He does oh, the XFL oh, today. Got you. So I We're, think we can ask one question okay. just to dignify. It's weird because I did. To your point, I saw Greenberg have XFL highlights right. on ESPN today on Get Up, my yeah. favorite show. They're making and the push. And I said ESPN's making the push after that first week. Where those ratings were a little down, a little disappointing. Yep. Clearly, they're trying to make it as legit as possible. They are. Put it in your face. Maybe you'll watch. Maybe so. Maybe you'll have no choice. Uh, so we'll get into that with Jason Fitz. Talk to him uh, about your Chicago Bears potentially Woo! moving that pick. There's some news there on that front. I'm wavering. That's right. That's right. We'll get into that. Get into some uh, college basketball. All that with Jason Fitz. A lot of upsets. 125. So, Jason, uh, that is the show, my man. I mean, that's what we got planned today. I'm excited to do it. And we do have, as we usually do, a lot of things to discuss. So, without further ado, let's do Cap or No Cap. Cap. It means lion, but built different. Now, it's Cap. I'm going to say Cap. For No Cap. I'm going to say that that's No Cap. On 92.9's Jason and John Show. Again, for those new to the show, the rules again. Cap means it's a lie. That is not true. No Cap means that's totally true. That is a statement of fact. That is factual if it is no cap. And we start with first topic, the gri- the Tigers, rather. Let's start with the Tigers. Tigers are definitely in the NCAA tournament field. Is that cap or no cap? Mm. John, do you want to start us off? Well, I- I'm going to say that is cap for now. Yeah, that definitely is a key word in that in that sentence. Yeah. The word definitely. Yeah. I mean, if they lose to SMU, they're out. Um, and-, and-, and they're going to be big favorites. I don't predict they will lose, but... Look, crazy stuff happens, right, in college basketball. We see it all the time. Um, so, no, they're not definitely in the NCAA tournament. I don't see any way they lose. SMU has legitimately nothing to play for at this point. They're, uh, they're, they're a below 500 team. They have no prayer of sniffing any postseason play. You know, uh, Memphis already beat them once. Maybe you want to ruin Kendrick Davis's chances of going to the NCAA tournament, but how many of those guys even care about that? Um, so from a sheer motivational perspective, there's no reason Memphis should lose this game to SMU, and there's no reason SMU should really even care. But they do they do still play the games. Um, but with that said, it feels like at this point, as long as Memphis is able to avoid that landmine of losing the SM losing to SMU that they're in. Now, it, I think it's a question of are they in a, are they going to Dayton? I think that is still very much up in the air. Like if they beat SMU but lose to Houston. Because if you go to bracketmatrix.com, which is what is bracket matrix, it's essentially it aggregates every single bracket that's out there. It gives you the average, yeah. Yeah, and it just takes the average. And right now Memphis's average is an 11 seed, which they're the first 11 seed. But you wonder if they don't get the job done against Houston on Sunday, do they drop two spots, one spot at all? Obviously a lot of it's going to depend on what happens elsewhere around the country you know is somebody going to get a win that catapults them into the at-large discussion that's not currently in that discussion somebody from the first four out you know that's always a possibility in these power five leagues um so i i can't say that memphis is definitely in the NCAA tournament right now um come thursday or when we come in here on friday i think we'll know right we'll, we'll have a much better understanding of whether or not they are but that's where i'm at yeah for now 
for now it's 97.6%. I'll leave the 2.4 for a disaster against SMU, but I, I I don't feel like this Memphis team is is in that is in any is in any danger of that by the way. Like they look locked in. Like they they were they were beating Cincinnati's ass for 85 to 90% of the game yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, and control. And that that by the way is a Cincinnati team that you know, they're the, they're a top 25 team in terms of covering the number. So they're a competitive team, um, and Memphis obviously kind of let go of the rope there late and got a little lackadaisical. But, I mean, they were there was really never, to me, any doubt about that. I know they made some big free throws down the stretch, but I just never felt like Cincinnati was was going to take that game. So I just don't think Memphis is, is, is in that place right now, right? But if it happens, I do think it will knock them out of, of at-large consideration. I'm just going to go simple here and say that you take care of business against SMU. I think you're in. You know the yeah. th- the thing that Memphis has going for it, uh, just in terms of the best thing, perhaps. You know that it's it's the fact that only one quad three or four loss, and that's to a Tulane team that's still pretty good and competing still for a second spot in your mm-hmm. in your conference. You're trying to outrace them. Then I believe Tulane has three games. This week too, because they have to make one up. And they just lost to Wichita State at home. By yeah, the way. but they still, you know, if you you lose to Houston, yeah, they can. They've still got a path, and obviously you end up tied with them. They've yeah. got the tiebreaker. But back to the point is that's it's not as bad a loss. You know, it was here at home, and we said you should have won it. It's not a bad as as bad a loss as you see all over the country uh, this weekend. Uh, a Florida State, uh, a Florida State team that's been struggling all year long up and gets Miami. Do you see the end of that one? Like we've seen it all year long. And for the most part, it really has been one of Memphis's strengths. You've taken care of business again, again on Sunday in the games that you're supposed to, and it's that half of your resume that continues to look good. You don't want to add a blemish, uh, which would be obviously an SMU loss. That would be a, a, a quad three yeah. loss at this point. You've avoided those for the most part. So yeah. when you add that to Texas A&M, Auburn, Everything else they've got, as long as you take care of business, I think they're in. Again, where they are, playing, not, yeah, that's all to be decided. But yeah. take care of business. I, I'm with Penny and Kendrick Davis on this. When you take care of business against SMU, I think you're in there. Look, on, on, Kendrick on, Davis be making his first tournament appearance. On a real tip about Memphis, you know, once again, got to give Penny Hardaway credit because when you lose that second game and you get swept by Tulane, um, there's a lot of directions you feel like the season could have gone, you know? You were behind Tulane in the standings. I believe you might have been behind Temple or Cincinnati in the standings at that time. And now you look up, and they are comfortably second, You know, which is where they were picked. They were never going to finish first because of how good Houston is. But, you know, they, like, again, like Penny has this, you know, this tendency when things look their bleakest. And it wasn't like, you know, oh, my God, disastrous. This, thing, this is never going to be the same type of thing. It was for you after Tulane. That's well, where you were at. Emotionally. The sky was falling. Being, there's being no swept, need to try to run away from that. Being swept by Tulane is just, I mean, it's, it's yeah, not. Yeah, you, you were asking questions it's a low about point. the program. Yeah. It, but clearly, in terms of the way this team has played, yeah, uh, it's been that all season. Like, yeah. you haven't seen them lose two in a row. Right. Like, you know, Penny has adjusted. That's, that's continued to be one of his yeah. strengths, period. And again, and, and losing guys. I mean, you lose Keontae Kennedy, that, that's that's a blow. Yep. Losing Kendrick Davis for yep. the time that you did, that's a blow. This team has managed to sustain and yeah. continue to win in a year where guys have been going down, good teams have gone down left and right to bad ones. You, for the most part, have stayed consistent against the team you're supposed to be. It does make you say, man, if that shot against Seton Hall doesn't fall, mm. if you don't blow UC, uh, the UCF game there in double overtime, mm. you know, if you don't lose to Tulane at home, then, then where would you be? What kind of what kind of conversation would you be having? It'd be how how high a seed this team could have. Um, that said, pretty hell of a coaching job, you'd say though. Yeah. For what's been in and out of the lineup, and again, you're getting pretty much what you wanted from a from a mostly experienced unit. Yeah, and I would also say too another unintended consequence of Keontae Kennedy's injury is how how it's directly translating into Jonathan Lawson, like getting real reps and, and making the most of it. He had a big three yesterday, had a nice lob. Again, these aren't numbers that are popping off the page at you, but they are reps that a year from now, right, mm-hmm. will be paying dividends for the Tigers. Assuming Jonathan Lawson is here, assuming that he is a I part don't know of the why team. He wouldn't be. You know, he has a real chance next season to be one of the better players on this team. Um, and I'm and I'm bullish on him. I'm very bullish on him. So it's 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 all good right now for Memphis. All they have to do is just avoid that landmine, avoid that landmine of SMU, 
and you are all but in the NCAA tournament, which would be a second consecutive appearance for Memphis basketball. Um, and, and, and now you're talking about real momentum. Now you're talking about you've got this thing set up year to year where you're going to NCAA tournaments every single season. There's no reason why at this point Memphis shouldn't, especially in their new league. Um, so this is where you want to get it. And what comes with annual tournament appearances, as we know, usually playing the math here, a breakthrough. You know, a second weekend appearance, mm-hmm. maybe a run. You got to get to the NCAA tournament in order to make a run, and so this is now two straight. And the question now will become: Okay, you got there. Now it's time to make sure you've got a a seed, four seed, five seed. You know, a seed that gives you a chance to do that, right? Rather than having to upset a you know a one or a two in the second round to get there. So that's the progression. But Memphis definitely uh, is is right on track here to 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 break through once again and make the tournament. The Grizzlies are back. Is that cap or no cap? John? Well, I'm going to pass it to Jason. Jason going to start us off. Very good. I'm going to go, I'm going to go, that's no cap. Really liked what I saw in that Denver win, and particularly defensively. That That's the important thing here. I think I think a lot of the concern has been not just, oh, man, what can they get Steven Adams back? But it's like, why, why aren't they better? Why are they so dependent on Steven Adams, and should they be? That's been a lot of it. And so you'd seen a drop-off, obviously, offensively. But defensively, they they you know they'd been one earlier this season. You drop down, and over the last six games, they've really picked it up. But it topped off with holding one of the best offensive teams in the league, the Denver Nuggets, to 94 points in that game. Like you saw, Jokic only have three assists in that one. The guy's averaging a triple double. They were befuddled. Now they're a different team on the road. Mm-hmm. Not as bad as you, right? Not as bad as you've been. Grizzlies have lost eight straight on the road. We know that. But it's you, you know. Easier rattled, it seemed, away from home, those Denver Nuggets. That 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 didn't look at all like the Denver team we've seen dominate for most of the year, and including even against Western Conference opponents. So I thought you can argue that's Memphis's best win of the year because I'd been asking you all year long for a team that struggled against Western Conference opponents, Memphis, who are the best wins? We'd said Sacramento, Minnesota. You know, you kind of. We're talking about Western Conference teams, not not Cleveland over in the East or anything else. Now you can clearly put this one up there, a team that, yes, is absolutely a contender, and say, look what we can do in terms of, uh, of shutting a guy. And you did it without Steven Adams. And so I thought for me it was – listen, and you add that to being up 17 against Philly and controlling that game early. Another contender-type team. I think you like the way they've come out after the break. And, yeah, I'll go ahead and say it. They're back because I think for the most part we feel good. Keep an eye on Sacramento. What is it, one and a half games? Yeah. You feel good about holding on to that that two seed. It's going to be hard for the Phoenixes, you know, to come up and catch you. Uh, the Clippers are playing well. They're still far back, what, five games. So I, I, I like where they're at. And most specifically, I like that they were back to, to, to guarding teams and frustrating teams and holding you below 100 points. I mean, it was a hugely important win. So, you know, to the extent that they were not here, yeah, I guess you would say they're back. Um, and it would certainly be good to get Steven Adams back. But, yeah, I mean, that is a reminder, right? A game like that is a reminder, uh, even as bad as, as as they have looked at times, what they are capable of. You know? Well, it, it, it also tells you, because you saw Tyus come out of the slump, hit what, five threes. You saw yep. Luke Kennard hit four yep. for 12 yep. points. It tells you, too, when this team's at home. That's right. Which is so important. You want to hold yeah. on to two. That's right. You get that through two series. Yep. But you are so much better with those role players yep. at home than they've been on the road where, frankly, you know, you have not been a good team. Well, and I feel like with Tyus, it's it's sort of a it's a contagion thing. Hope so. If, if he sees one go in, Usually they the they the like the the rest of his shots follow. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's a he's a guy who heats up. That was encouraging. Yeah. So and what you got from the bench? Because you haven't. He, Tyus was like, like we talk about Kyle Anderson and DeAnthony Melton a lot, but Tyus was amazing for you last year. He was a big part of you know that depth, and he has not been nearly as good. I mean, we don't like spend time on Tyus Jones because he's a backup point guard, but it is true. Like he is you know sort of your guy off the bench, and he has not been doing the job. Uh, the last few weeks. That's been another thing that's, you know, it's not just Steven Adams' absence, it's also the drop-off there. So, yeah, I, I, do, I, don't, I don't think Tyus Jones is the, is the barometer by any stretch of the imagination, but it's no mystery that the Grizzlies are going to look better when he is playing well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's, I mean, this is a guy that, like, close, can close, you know? I mean, you can have him on the floor with Ja, and they have had him on the floor with Ja 
to close several times, you know, throughout his career. So he's an important piece, you know. And and so yeah, I mean, if you are getting regular contributions from him, the Grizzlies can do what we thought they could do, which is win a series, potentially win two series. It just depends on the draw, you know. I will say, and we'll get to them a little later. I don't want to see the Lakers. I don't. Like, that's a hellacious first-round series. One, four, five since the trade yeah. deadline. I mean, that is one where, I mean. And they're only two and a half games out of six, I believe. Yeah, you're you're really praying for them to get the six at this point. Um, Rather than winning the play-in as the seven. Yeah, because, yeah. again, I just. I, I Them or Golden State. Who would which, I rather see? Obviously, both are. Ugh. Yeah. But which, if you. you no, you, I'd rather see the Lakers than Golden State because Golden State are champs, mm-hmm. and, and, and we know, like, they just. They've won six of eight. The Grizzlies are allergic to the Warriors, like of late. Yeah, so like I, we know when when it matters, right? Who do you trust more, the the Grizz or the Warriors in that series? Unfortunately, it's the Warriors until further notice. So, I would much rather see the Lakers, who you know we we know they can lay down now. I mean, we we know that about them. This new version didn't want to lay down against Dallas last night, did it? That's true, man. That's true. Get some more on that later. I guess. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, Grizzlies. You think they're back? I, th- I think they are back. I do. I think they are back to, you know, oh, being the team me. we believe they could be, you know, in, in December. They've had a nice little January. swagger coming out of this yeah. all-star yeah. break. And it, we saw it yeah. early against Philly. You couldn't close down the That's road. Right. That's right. What they've got to do is in this, you know, eight-game road losing streak, yeah. get that taken care of. Because at home, they're one of the best teams in the league. Exactly Period. right. Period. Let's go to the NFL. The Chicago Bears. The Bears are going to trade the number one overall pick. Is that cap or no cap? So there's a report from Shefty. Jason's favorite NFL reporter uh, for the next couple of months. Well, uh, he's all of our – is there a, better, a, more, a more favorite NFL reporter for well, any I of mean, us? Some people might say Jay Glazer. Some people might like him. Rappaport. Some people may – there are a few to pick from here. There are – like Okay, okay. Tom, right. I will say this. Tom, uh, I think it's P- Pilicero, mm-hmm. underrated newsbreaker there for NFL Network. You know, nobody ever talks about Tom. I'm going to give Tom his flowers. Tom breaks lots of news. Yeah, but he's far down. He is, but I mean, there's Shefty. Yeah. Then who? Rappaport or Glazer? I would go Rappaport. Rappaport. And I and I, and I think that that gap's way too wide. By the way, that you just made. Yeah. Well, I had a hand motion. John's referring to, yeah. and I had Shefty way up. There, I think Shefty's one A and glass. Rappaport's one B. Oh heck no! Well, Rappaport gets it directly from the league. He works for them. He breaks lots of news. No, it's after. It's all washed. He when, is. When, when, when they're ready to give it to you, they'll let. I think you'd probably go Glazer, and then you'd go Pilicero. Who's the third best NBA newsbreaker? Interesting. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Obviously, that's the question. Was it about time? Is there a third best? Is it Chris Haynes? Yeah, probably Chris. It's Chris Haynes. Because he talks to players. Right. And agents. And I might be missing some. My apologies. But anyway, Adam Schefter, your favorite reporter. Okay. Uh, reported this morning that Chicago Bears have been approached by multiple teams about trading the number one pick, and they are said to be leaning toward moving it as of right now. This is it's intoxicating. The number one pick. I just want to give you a little bit of, of a history lesson here. You are you are a student of history. We, we haven't had it since '47 or something, right? Uh, the it, since the AFL NFL merger in 1967, the number one pick has been traded oh, yeah. 12 times. We're not just talk, we're not just focusing on the Bears here. There's a lot more at stake. Mm-hmm. The last time it happened was in what year? Oh, I read this. Oh, it was to get it was to get golf. That's correct. Mm-hmm. That would be 2016. Yeah, that was the year that you started at this station. Um, the Rams moved up 14 spots mm-hmm. from 15 to one. I that guess was, that's 15 spots. You technically. got in front of you. It'd been a while before that, right? Uh, it was the last only, time before then. Was, yeah, so the last time before then, I actually do have it in front of me because one thing you're not going to do on this Monday is catch me slipping. Well, you clearly see I've read what you're looking at now. Yeah. Uh, the Falcons mm-hmm. moved up from number two to draft Michael Vick Pick first. It. That worked out. That worked out. This is uh, – I apologize. I get a little giddy and I, I think I think as a Bears fan, fan, you deserve to have something to get excited about. about this. Because it's certainly not the NFL product at this point, oh, right? Not the, not the product on the field. And will you forgive me if I waver? Like I told you all last week or no. the week before that no. I had decided, you know what, forget Fields. I want Bryce Young. I want to be special. I now I'm kind of going back the other way. Yeah, no, you're because, allowed to waver. Because I, I continue to ask myself this. Is Bryce Young 
really going to hold up over a 17-game season. Yep. I Because you have to consider the Bears have nothing mm-hmm. right now to protect you. And, yeah, they've got some money to go out and spend in free agency mm-hmm. to help with O-line and things, but it's there's nothing there right now. So they need a lot. I just saw Justin Fields somehow make it through it. Yep. You know, he he was a warrior all season long. Yep. Throws for over two thousand, rushes for eleven hundred. Like, and he's a little more. He's sturdier than Bryce. He, he, absolutely, yeah. in terms of the body, there are no yeah. questions with him. Yeah. And so that's it's that because all of the concerns are only about Bryce's size. Yeah. How well, many how many of Bryce Youngs are there out there in this league that are playing entire seasons not missing? I went and looked it up. So Kyler Murray's five eleven, I think, is what they list him at. But you saw him this year mm-hmm. have have some issues. There aren't many. Out there that are the, no one technically as small as as Bryce Young. So it's that man. Is is, is he going to hold up? You know he had the shoulder issue this year in college. Yeah, he did. And so for for a lot of those reasons, I think kind of like Shefty's report, I'm leaning back towards now maybe you trade out of that with the Colts, especially if it's not just you know moving down to four where the Colts are getting a little bit extra, but maybe a number one from them also as well to come up for next year. Like that's that's quite a haul. And I know Justin Fields could at least last through a season. So. I wonder if it would be, it'd be like the Raiders at seven. I mean, we we have experience trading with you guys. Y'all are one of the teams that are that are targets. They're you know, saying, the price for you all for us to go down to seven, we're gonna that price gonna be high. Oh, it is. But I, I mean, I don't, I don't. I mean, maybe it's a second because for it's, it's a first next year, right? And maybe a fourth this year, something well, like see, that. See, the problem with that out of four, this is why your price is so much higher than the Colts. Because if we move out of that four spot where the Colts are, we don't get one of the two defensive studs. We don't get Will Anderson out of Alabama, or we don't get Jalen Carter out of Georgia. And if you're four, there's a guarantee you you will get one of those two. Well, you know, I don't. So that's so so, so to drop yeah, that for no, us to I mean, drop down true. to seven. Yeah, you'd have to make it un- incredibly worth our while. Yeah, that's how. The, I mean, that's, that's probably how fair. The, those are the cards that polls. But you never know. I mean, you never know. Oh, you're one of them. You, the Colts, even the Texans. But they they seem like they're going to play it cool, mm-hmm. and wait you know wait to see what unfolds. They're, they're putting out the smoke that they don't really technically love Bryce, so we'll see. Well, they may not. I mean, that might be true. I don't necessarily know. There's if- only one thing not to like about Bryce, right? Only one, and that's obvious: the size. Well, everything else he checks every I'm other. Now, I'm now in a place where I just, I if I, I want the Raiders to draft a quarterback, right? I do, but I want it to be Bryce or C.J. Stroud, and I'm kind of going back and forth on which one. Like, C.J. Stroud, I don't want to inject too much meaning into one game, but that was against Georgia's defense. It, it was meaningful, John, you know? the fact that he showed the legs in that yeah. game and showed all season he did it against that defense. Yeah. Like, I would rather, I, you I, know, I would rather almost have him because I know he's going to hold up. I do. I know he's going to hold up. Ohio State quarterbacks very rarely have success in the NFL. That is sort of a weird thing. I don't know why that is, but I will just choose to believe that's a, that's a coincidence as opposed to, like, an actual, like, meaningful thing. Um, so I, I hope. I mean, I'm I'm in. I'm in on CJ Stroud, and I would be fine with Bryce Young. I I do think the Raiders have to do that though, because you can't. I mean, you have to sell tickets ultimately, mm-hmm. right? You have to build on your. You know, you have Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller. You're going to franchise tag Josh Jacobs for what? To, to have Jared Stidham lead the offense? That makes no sense. You know, so get a rookie, uh, excitement, whatever. He's got. He's insulated. He's got a good offense, and let's roll. Let's go. So I I would love to do a deal with you. I'd love to do a deal with you. We ain't doing no deals after Khalil Mack. Yeah. We're done with y'all. Uh, one more thing on NFL I want to point out. You pointed this out to me last Thursday. I don't think we talked about this. Did we talk about this That at, at Tops? How many? John pointed this out. We're in a basketball town, and a lot of folks want to talk Tigers and Grizz. Yeah. But in terms of the folks that came up to us, yep. there was, man, my NFL team, uh, uh, bang, bang, Niners game, man, your Bears, sorry. John, John's got a ton, a weird amount of Raiders fans That's here. right. There's a lot and, out and, here. And, and, and my We're point just was, a little embarrassed to be seen publicly. A lot of folks, even women, yeah. wanted to talk NFL. Yeah, man, it's crazy. It was it NFL. Was, it was eye-opening for me. We don't even have a team, Brad. You had an in-person, what they call a perceptual. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. And, and, and you know, I, I didn't really have any expectations. I mean, I assumed that most people would come up and talk about the Tigers or the Grizzlies, you know, just, just as a— You guys spend a ton of time on the NFL. We do that talk, doesn't surprise me at all. We, we, you know, we, That's we, you. We, we sort of are—we we like it. We enjoy it. 
you know, we both are passionate about our teams in the league, and 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 uh, it's just funny that people in a, I think in a this town in a non NFL market more so than you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, in a I non know NFL it's market, it's it's they it's love really their, they love their football. NFL here. is massive. I, I think in it's our tight packs. Of I, fan, you know, yeah, like of team. Fan, of fan. It's fragmented though, so that's the challenge. It is. It is for sure. There's no doubt. But but I I do I think you know if I were power ranking like topics that are meaningful to listeners. I would go like Memphis basketball, Grizzlies and Tigers, obviously first or in second, and then we can we can argue about the order. And it really depends on whose season is going more disastrously, honestly, uh, in terms of like where the passion yeah, lies. That's a whole other conversation. Uh, but I would say NFL is third. I, or, or I guess yeah, third. Yeah, third. I would say NFL is third. Serving the people, it really seems like it. Yeah, and it's just a small sample here, you know. But I just feel like it's bigger for us, and maybe it's just our show than college football, for example. And we do college football too. I mean, it's not like we don't talk about college football. It's just like, you know, we're not, you know, SEC homers. This I guess. is striking. How many people want to talk about NFL? But yeah, love uh, it though. And so we'll have a. Uh, Jason is going to be doing a. We haven't announced this yet, but we should do an NFL show podcast. He, he, yeah. Jason yeah. is going to be doing a wall to wall on draft day. He'll be here uh, locally. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll be chronicling all the all the action new, on draft day. New pop. We're going to go from grind season to NFL season as the, and we'll just switch it up. Yeah. Just switch. We'll do a podcast on the NFL. I think I think Everybody that's in Memphis can listen. That's your uh, that's your that's your way through. We'll talk brother. all teams. Yeah, it's like all teams. There you go. Absolutely, but uh, but yeah, I, I I hope we can do a deal, man. I really do. But I I do think you guys are certainly moving out. So that is no cap. You guys are going to trade out, and it's what you should do. Good luck to your Bears. Thanks, man. Um, I am praying. We're going to get to talk about it a lot more before the draft combine weeks this week. It's exciting. Are we calling them the Arlington Bears now yet? Are they? uh, No, they haven't made the move out to the suburbs Mm -mm. quite yet. They'll still be Chicago. No, that would be like if the Grizzlies moved to like Collierville. Collierville. Well, but that will allow us to do Super Bowls and everything else. It will be unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like the newest thing in the league. I I feel like now we're the new and shiny mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Like I like I was. It's funny. I was on. I don't remember where it was, but. I was on some Facebook post. Oh, somebody like from Arkansas made like this list of, um, you know, how how to drive in Memphis, like how to how to navigate Memphis traffic. Yeah. You know, it was like satire or whatever. Mm-hmm. And one guy on there, I think, non sarcastically said, "I will never drive in Memphis. That's why I live in Germantown." And like the response to that guy was like, "You know, what? Memphis." In Germantown are the same, right? Like you're not you 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 live in Germantown, which is like a you know whatever, but it's still Memphis. You know that, right? He's like, no, I live in Germantown. And he was, our, we have our own mayor right, and government. My Lord. Now, I will say this. I have I, I have been telling a lie. I've been telling a lie on this show oh, no. for a long time, and I think it's time I need to, 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 say, to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. What's I, the lie? I don't live in Southwind. I live in Germantown. There must be people coming up to you now. You're uncomfortable with it. Well, I need yeah. to I need to get it off my chest, man. I need to get you off. You're like chest. a rock's throw from the golf oh, like, course. Oh aren't yeah, you? like literally. Yeah, like mm. Memphis, I, I live off of. I don't. I don't want to give any street. So names. you might as well claim it. So why do you feel the need to clarify today? Yeah, uh, because it's a little weird. A good well, question. It, it, because it was weighing on me. You know, I don't live in Memphis. I don't live in Memphis. I live in Germantown. Oh, because Southwind is Memphis, is what you're saying. I, I, I think it is. No, it still. is. It's, no, the zip codes are Memphis. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're exactly right. I am three eight one three eight. It's on Winchester. I'm three eight one three eight. You know. By the way, I know of people that literally have moved for that reason. I know that's that is judgmental as all get out. Oh, the but, zip code. Yeah, well, that Southwind thing. Yeah, I don't. I I don't think I pay city taxes. I don't know. County taxes, I don't, I don't pay some. Taxes are part of it. Yeah, I don't remember what. You don't pay Memphis city taxes. Yeah, I don't pay Memphis city taxes. No. I am not a tax-paying citizen of Memphis anymore. Yeah, that's why you shouldn't weigh in on any or any of our issues. We don't want to hear it. <laughs> like, I live in Germantown. You know what I'm saying? Start weighing in on, like, on Memphis right. and all of its issues. Like, let me be clear. Just don't want to hear it from when, you. When, show, when y'all have to boil y'all's water, right? Mm-hmm. I, we ain't got to worry about that. We got our own water system in Germantown. Yeah, I, you got a lot of them tree rats, too. Yes, you do. A lot of problems in Germantown, but but I always uh, trees. I always go. Mm-hmm. Direct, that's the beauty of it. You just get walking into the mayor's office in Germantown. You get face to face with him. You know he ain't got nothing going on. So we just go in there and we just say, "Hey, man, you know we got we got this, that, and the other going on in my cove. Can we get that addressed?" Well, the mayor of Germantown has to have another job to hold it down. Like they don't pay him, right? Like, is well, that true? Because all you're doing is planning. Is that picnic. true? It's he, very true. He's a, he works at Rhodes he's College, a, he, bro. Is that, tr- is that yes? No, he's a volunteer mayor. 
No, he makes about forty grand. He has to have another job if he wants to cook more. Wow, that's a true that's story. Because you just go in there and plan a picnic and then walk out. They're in fact they're that's having the, this what convers- the mayor of Germantown does. One of the most re- I sound like a Germantownite, don't I? Uh, one of the new conversations in Germantown is that they pay him a six-figure salary to make him a full-time. Uh, aficionado of mayoral stuff. Look at, look at John sitting back in his chair like, I should think about that. Well, I'm not involved in Germantown. Pay him like a Memphis mayor. No, I'm, not, it, I'm not involved no, in Germantown. John like loves that. extra income. That sounds like something that he might well, like. I, I, but I'll tell you what I don't like, extra taxes. So, is uh, you know, I, I, I'm not really, as a Germantown taxpayer, I'm not sure he has that much to do. Actually, I might have overshot it. It might be two grand a month. So he might be making less than I even thought. Okay, so two grand a month. Yeah, it's it's low. But it's about the prestige of being the mayor of Germantown, which is one of the bustling. I don't know, man. There ain't no prestige. There's no prestige it, in government uh, I'm work, bro. I'm not going to let. What uh, is his name? Mike Palazzo. Uh, yeah, that's he, okay. yeah. But one thing I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and let a Memphis resident try uh, to tell me I'm there a, is no prestige uh, with being the mayor of Germantown. That's ridiculous. First of all, I live in Cordova. And we consider ourselves separate as well. We consider ourselves now <laughs> Nobody our, wants to our, own, our own little town now as well. In Thank Cordova. you, Jason. Yes. Set the record straight. Mm-hmm. So do you pay uh, Memphis City Tax? Actually, in my little pocket, I do not. Okay, you don't. Mm-hmm. So does anybody it's on good this for you. Does anybody on this show live in Memphis? Well, yes, Jeff the, does. Okay, I'm, on this show, though, they oh. do not. No. Okay. No, I live in Germantown. Uh, and I I too live in Germantown. However, like I go to I do support like the 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 gas stations on Hacks Cross. Oh, congratulations. There you go. Good job, Jay. Good so job. I'm continuing to give back to the really? Memphis economy. And that Costco there, I go to that one. The as station well. is in Memphis. You work in Memphis. Like yeah. you are a big part of Memphis and we're all these businesses around here. You know, I put my time in in Memphis, bro, you know. I I always dreamed of having two stories. So I moved out to Germantown. But see, we don't. Uh, I'm more Memphis because well, listen, our mayor is strict. The Dova, right? You have this we, we don't have we don't have our own you have a county mayor. water system or anything That's right. else. That's right. No, my my mayor is strict. I mean, strict I know club? you you said you said you're not in, be, you said you're not in city of Memphis, but, but we are well, surrounded not. by the city of Memphis, and, and just because we're in unincorporated well, he in had one little small he moved pocket, out of Memphis, so he's your mayor. I don't have I don't. There is no Cordova mayor. No, I don't. Yeah, I, it's I, I don't lawless, just hand it over a, to. It's a lawless society. Lee, Lee, Lee Harris, Harris County, yes, pocket. Lee yeah. Harris. Yeah. Lee Harris. Yeah, I, 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 is he still the guy? Strick is my mayor. Yeah. Well, I again that pocket until until we move on to the totally lawless. But I I just wanted to say that. Because uh, I know over the years, you know, we've sort of had this bit going, but um, you wanted to come clean today, huh? Yeah. When I saw that comment, and you made the comment about Arlington and Chicago. It's been weighing on me, you know, because I feel like I've, have I turned my back on Memphis? Because you, you certainly did when you left Raleigh. You know, did I do the Dude, same? Dude, I'm literally in the middle of Memphis in Cordova. Did I? Did I do the same? Did I do the same? Well, what's next? Let's go to uh, Memphis women's ball. This is Memphis females uh, in the basketball team. Excited. Oh, Jason is very excited about this. Katrina Merriweather. It's not just me. She's cooking, man. Memphis is going to lose Katrina Merriweather this offseason. Is that cap or no cap? Oh, that's no cap, and I hate to say that because I always want the best people to be employed at Memphis, but she's too good. <laughs> Sister. She's too good. Yeah. Um, she gone. I mean, if you look at what they're doing, I mean, they beat Houston last week. Uh, they just beat SMU. How about that last SMU second on a shot? buzzer beater there Beautiful. from Madison Griggs. Yeah. Uh, I believe they are second in the AAC. Mm-hmm. They are second in the AAC. Sole possession right now. So if you're an athletic director who is on the ball at all, right, who is on the ball and not asleep at the wheel at all, then you would be targeting Katrina Merriweather Man. because she has come into a program that was doing nothing, was wandering through the wilderness on end, right? And in two short years, she has taken it from aimless, like no wins to speak of, probably lots of sub-500 records, I would guess, uh, to a program that's not only competing but winning these games now. And there's no, like, Joe Lenardi for women's basketball, right? So I, I can't tell you how close they are or aren't to the NCAA tournament. But second in the AAC in two years – Feels like they can really make a run here towards it uh, with the rest of the season as, as, as they have plenty of games left to do it. So, yeah, I mean, I think if I'm an AD or, or you know, anybody that's on the ball, that would be a that would be a candidate I'm targeting because, you know, it's got to be the right job. It's not going to be like, you know, South Carolina or Mississippi State or anything like that, but just a Power 5 job. Yeah, I mean, there aren't as many 
out there who can do what Katrina has done in two short years. So she should be on short list. I mean, she deserves it, man. You know? I mean, she's doing a hell of a job. Yeah, 18-9, and 10-4 in the conference, second behind uh, South Florida, and it's amazing. They've won six in a row. Brad talked about it. You talked about it. You know, Madison Griggs hitting a shot there to, to, to keep the winning streak alive. And, listen, that was an SMU team that only lost one game at home all year long. Like, they had been played well at home uh, and obviously had it out for you coming in there hot. You find a way to win again. Uh, she has been amazing in the turnaround. And my only hope at this point is that you, you hope to get another year out of her. Because I, now, w- when John first said it, uh, Meriwether's going to be out of here. I said, no, 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 man. She's got to make the tournament first. Right? Like, I mean, isn't that what she did at uh, Wright State, wasn't yeah, it? she beat Arkansas. Made the tournament, right? made the tournament, advance. We, you got her from there. And my first thing, oh, no, no. This thing's not completely turned around yet. Let her make it. But, but it's obvious she's already turned the program around. And if you wanted to get in early, to his point, some smart AD, mm-hmm. why not go now? Um, I hate this for Memphis. Yeah. You know, th- what a hire by Laird Vici. Oh, great hire. But it, in the end, it turns around, ends up being a, a double-edged sword because she's so good. Yep. She could, she could you know, uh, essentially graduate out of a, 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 a this status of program. Yeah, I mean, that's just the truth. I mean, that's the way it goes. Um, I hope they make the tournament. I, I, I have no idea what's necessary at this point. What I know is they're 0-2 against AP-ranked teams yeah. this year, so in terms of the big wins. But what, you're, what you see is a team that's gotten hot late and is the second-best team in the American. Um, it looked like most of the brackets that were done a couple of, uh, last week mm-hmm. had the American as a one-bid league with just South Florida going. But I don't know if, the, if, if perhaps this American Athletic Conference tournament is going to start down in Fort Worth. Well, they got one more regular season game this week, yeah. and I guess it starts next week. Um, maybe they got a shot to win the dang game. I mean, let me, if you just go historically, They played South Florida right? tough. And they did. Yeah, they look good. Memphis never finished better than fourth in the AAC under Melissa This McFerrin. is remarkable. Dude, they haven't had 10 row wins since the 80s, bro. It goes back, but way, but you have to go back before Melissa yep. to, to do, you know, to find some of what Katrina is doing right now to find that level of success. What they've done on the road alone has been impressive. They haven't been over 500 since 2015-16. And Katrina came in here and they were over 500 last year, first year, and they're well over 500 this year. So, I mean, you just know where that thing is trending. And and, and look, it may be a deal where, you know, look, it's not like athletic directors are the sharpest guys in the world. They just kind of do what they're told to do in most cases. Well, they, it's the search committee, yeah. and she's going to be on those lists. Well, that's true because if any, when any, you hire any, the search firms, any agent like worth her salt, yeah, she go know, to Big Ten and, and kill it. When when they pump out the top candidates, yeah. the search firms, her name's going to be right at yeah, the top. It it'll be it well, it'll be them handing that over and, to and, ADs. And look, like again, yes. she they may ultimately get to the conclusion that well, she just she hasn't been she hasn't sustained it long enough for us to hire her, right? But it's clear. It, 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 it is clear where that's headed. Yeah. yeah, you know, and so and you see what she just did at Wright State. Like you, you, you have all the confidence in the world. She can do that anywhere. Again, my 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 knowledge of women's basketball nationally is very very limited. But you know, yesterday's price is not going to be today's price on Katrina Merriweather if you wait. Right? <laughs> like you you may not you may be able to get her now, but you may not be able to get her in a year. It's sort of how I feel about Katrina Merriweather, and 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 and, and you know, who, again, whatever that job is, I don't know. I don't know, you know, what the what the equivalencies are. But if I'm an AD, I'm hiring her. Power five job, no questions asked. Because and that's like a three times power, like pay raise for somebody like that. Oh, if I'm you're sure. Making, if yeah. you're making a couple hundred, you go from that to what five hundred? I mean, I don't know. I don't think there are that many. So you're going times two. You're doubling your salary. Yeah, I mean, even at a two. mid level, I would assume. Yeah, you know, four hundred, five hundred. I guess. I don't, again, I don't maybe, know. Maybe it would though, if you're you're spinning this back to Memphis. We talked about it's a double edged sword. You hire a good one that gets taken away. It becomes sort of what Memphis football did there for a few years, where it's a hot spot. I can go there and get to it, and and you're capitalizing off of that. Everyone knows you're not a destination job unless it's Memphis basketball and Penny Hardaway. But what we're saying is perhaps the next, uh, uh you know, hot rising up and coming candidate sees what Katrina did. That's right. How quickly she did it, and she says, you know what, I can. She or he uh, says that I can go in there bring the same level of energy, win there, be the second-best team behind South Florida, you know, maybe we'll see at some point maybe better, um, and, and then get to my next spot. It becomes a jump-off like it did for Memphis football coaches there for a while. Mm-hmm. What you would hate to see is you, you pick the wrong person after Katrina, 
the energy goes back down and you're off the mat. Because if I, I told you that thing is worth being, you know, you know, putting the energy into resources, having somebody else rather than going year after year where you don't care about your women's basketball program. Yep. You've seen it over there. That Elmer Rome from, but I was talking to somebody at Tops about this that, that has tickets and goes to the games. Talked about the beginning of the season. It was, you know, what you would expect. You know, it took some time, and now here at the year, so the atmosphere over there is unbelievable, and I bet it will be for this, uh, I think, the regular season finale. Uh, we'll check it. I believe it's Wednesday. Um, and, they, you know, that program, it's deserved some fresh new pain and some new energy for a long time. Absolutely. And looks like they lucked out and got, a, got, a, got an unbelievable coach in Katrina Merriweather. Well said. Hopefully they can hold on to her for as long as possible. More NBA. The Lakers rally last night says more about the Mavericks than it does – the Lakers, is that cap or no cap? Uh, no kizzy. Look, I, I mean, I, th- I feel like you and I are the only people in the, on, the, on the planet that actually think the Lakers can can do something uh, in, in, in the playoffs if they get there. I feel like we've kind of been, a, a, like, we've separated from the market in that respect. Most people don't believe them. I think anytime you have LeBron James, incredible NBA players, like, they are always a threat to do something. More jumping on by the day, though, John, especially yeah. after last night. Well, let the record show we were early. We were, when, the, when, the, when the trade deadline came and went, we both said, watch out for the Lakers. But Does yeah. Kyrie's stock go down, too? That's my other question for y'all. Well, so, look, the, the, the problem with the Mavs is exactly what we said the problem with the Mavs was going to be, is that they traded away all their defense, which was not much to begin with, which was Dorian Finney-Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, et cetera, for an amazing player. An amazing player, you know, and I feel guilty that I like his game so much, but like I do. Uh, but we know he is a one way player, he's amazing, but he's a one way player and he doesn't help you defensively at all. And you already have Luka, which is a problem there as well. So, the, the identity of your team, you, you sort of change on the fly and and not really for the better, especially defensively. So, yeah, I think this sort of is, is, is the kind of game and the kind of loss that exposes the worst of the Mavericks, which is, yeah, they've got two dynamic guards, two of the best, but they have really nothing else. And when it comes down to it, they're not going to be able to get stops when, when, when it matters. They're just not. Um, so, yeah, I, mean, I, I get why Mark Cuban and the Mavericks did the move because they had to try to do something because what they had was not working. But this isn't either. And I think structurally it's not a teardown, but – you got to really, yeah, it's close to me in terms of like making that what it should be. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of work to do. You know, when when we when we started this and I first heard the question, I thought I, I was with you. I wonder if I can convince you now that it it is it does say more about the Lakers because to your point, we knew when they made the trade, we had questions with Dallas. We said defensively, what are you going to do? Yeah, they're a top seven team. In the in the NBA, offensively, yep. as you would expect, yep. they're twenty second in defense, and and that's going to exa- get worse. That's what we said at the trade deadline. So so blowing a twenty seven point lead, maybe not all that surprising. The the thing is now the Lakers are ready and built. It seems like where they can kick in the door in those opportunities now. Where listen on a night where Malik Beasley wasn't hitting shots. They still managed to find a way to win. Uh, you can go up and down the box score like mm-hmm. some of those new acquisitions. They're helping, and it's it's happening immediately with them. And so when you add it to LeBron and AD, and I think you got to check on LeBron. I think he hit something late, but nobody seems to be overly concerned about that one, dude. They are a better team. They're now four and one since the trade deadline. Stephen A. You said we were early. He's going way out there. He thinks they're going to get up to the six, two and a half games out right now of the sixth spot, and avoid the play-in completely. I think it's possible. I really do. I'm not predicting that, but I'll go back to it. I, I think it does. Just because Dallas is what we thought. You and I thought this was a weird a deal to do. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but, you know, offensively, sure, but is, is this going to win you anything? Then you got the question about bringing him back. I think what we see now is the Lakers are clearly better and 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 now LeBron and AD have yeah. some help, some real help. Also, D'Angelo Russell didn't even play. He didn't even they play. They come back from down 27, and he yeah. had looked good for them. Again, 4-1 well, since the trade. Look, I, I think people have just forgotten that LeBron James is one of the best ever. I think people no, we have forgotten. Have, we, we, we've been inundated by it and, and well, reminders of it all since the All-Star break. What are you talking well, about here? Now that he's broken the record, but I'm just saying in terms of, you know, the Lakers and how bad it's been, like that dude still is one of the baddest on the planet. And like I would, don't, I don't want to like I will tank if if the Lakers 
you know, and I guess you won't know, right? You won't know that they're going to finish as the as the seventh until they do it. But that's not a that that's a sixty forty series for me. If it's the Grizzlies and the Lakers, sixty forty, Grizz will be favored, but that thing's going seven. <laughs> like I mean, they beat you. They beat you before the trade deadline in L.A. Well, you're about to see them again. Yeah, I mean, we'll, and 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 so I, I don't know, man. I just I don't like if I can help it. Yeah, they're only two and a half out of the the Mavs out of the six spot. Bro, like, go Lakers. They're they're go sitting Lakers. there in twelfth right go now. Go get it. But they're only a game out of ten. Yeah, and two and a half out of six. Because I know people are like, you know, losing their religion over what Damian Lillard did last night. But come on, man, the Lakers are going to win the play in. They're going to win the play in. I have no doubt about that. Yeah, I question whether Portland's going to make it to the play-in. I know the Lakers are on the way up. Yeah. Um, Who's in the play-in currently right now? Golden State, Utah, Timberwolves, Pelicans. Okay, and how many back are the the Blazers here? The Blazers are only a half game out of ten. Right. But they're five and five over the last five, whereas you see a hot Lakers team that's only a half game behind them, Portland, headed up. Yeah, no, it'd be interesting. Uh, But I do not want to see the Lakers. Please. Please. Would you rather see the Pelicans or the Lakers? Pels. Yeah. I mean, LeBron and AD have been there. They've, they're champs. Yeah, they're vets. They're, yeah, they're bubble champs, but champs. Their LeBron, culture isn't Le- as and LeBron, strong as... LeBron is a real champ. There's no question about that. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, I'd rather face the Pelicans. Exactly. Who haven't learned how to win the playoffs yet. I don't know. And Memphis had to learn that. You lost to Utah. That's right. You know? And you, I don't think Utah's going to stay there anyway, but we'll see. Before you, no, I mean, in that series a couple of years ago, yeah, yeah, before yeah, you come yeah. back and learn how to yeah, no, win, sure. close out Minnesota, like that's a process yeah. that I don't think the Pelicans are ready to go into the playoffs and all of a sudden. That's exactly winning. right. So give me the Pelicans all day long. Yeah. Now here's the thing: you have you have talked for 53 minutes. You have talked for 53 minutes, and we haven't taken a single break. Like, how do you think your salary gets paid, bro? Like, I, I think if you went back and actually broke it down, and I know Brad could do this, you said. Double the words that I did, well, and I noticed it on the very first cap or no cap. I mean, cap. you were you were egging it on, you were egging it on so, the whole time. So the talking has been done by you. Yeah. Blame yourself. Ridiculous. And I apologize to our 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 advertisers and our sponsors that Jason went as long as he did. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a break, come back with the rundown, and then we got Respect Burgers at one o'clock, Jason Fitz at one twenty-five. Stick around, Jason and John. I'm trying to film ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 